Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. Um, this is season two, episode eight. I am your co-host, Maya, and I'm here with Amanda. What's up, y'all? Um, today we have a special guest who I refer to as my friend Colin from grad school. Me and Colin went to NYU together. We were the only two black people in the program. So obviously we're friends. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, Colin, do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I uh, kept going with school, unfortunately. Uh, so <laughs> now I'm a PhD student in the media studies program at the University of Oregon. Are you the only black person in the program again? Technically, yes, <laughs> but I got some African folks with me from Ghana okay. and Nigeria and we stick together. <laughs> All right. That's good. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about um, friends with benefits. I don't know. I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about it lately. So I kind of just wanted to get you guys' opinions. So I guess I'll just start out with like the basic question of do you guys think that friends with benefits works? Colin, you want to start us off? Uh, yes, okay. you're the guest. <laughs> you go first. Okay, I'll go. Um, I think it can work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of things have to align for it to work. And just like in any other kind of relationship that so many things have to align that it's easy for it to not work, but I think it can work. Align like what? Like Like right off the bat, if you're somebody, if either person subscribes to kind of like goal oriented dating, where it's like, if I'm spending time with this person, then we gonna have to get married or it doesn't mean shit, (laughs) then it's not going to work. Or if, yeah, if, if, if you view dating as something that is going to get you to an ultimate goal then it's not going to work if you're just looking to spend time with someone that you can like learn from and grow with and maybe they may not be in your life forever but you view it as a valuable experience then it can work. But both people kind of have to see it that way. I have a point to that because I don't know if I agree with that. But Amanda, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> well, I agree with what he's saying, but I do believe you can if you can separate that goal-oriented part. That's what I was going to say. Um, I feel like that that's me or was me. Um, I can separate that. And if I feel like at this moment in my life, if I just want to do the friends with benefits thing, that's what I'm going to do. Or maybe I just want to do it with you and I want to be goal-oriented with this guy. Exactly. Um, I also think sometimes it's not even all these – it's not that structured. I think it's like most times my experience is a go-with-the-flow kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is working out for us. We, we're we not talking too much about it. We haven't, uh, you know, laid out terms and conditions, but it's working. Mm, yeah, that does not work for me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so y'all, uh, y'all yeah. couldn't be friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope not. Um, but like, for example, like, I definitely think it can work, but maybe I'm just speaking for myself but I feel like if it's gonna work it has to be like very clear on both sides what this is like what it's gonna look like like so that nobody gets hurt not one person is not hoping that this turns into a relationship like it has to be crystal clear I think like maybe that's my goal-oriented personality like for example I feel like I can have a friends with benefits and still be dating while I'm more goal oriented on like, say I want to find a boyfriend. Right. And so I'm dating other people to find a boyfriend. And then meanwhile, because I want to have sex, I am having this friends with benefits. We both know that it's not going anywhere. 
and we're fine with that and we're both fine with each other dating other people and like we have an agreement that you see each other once a week <laughs> like for me that's i need a lot to of be- rules that's <laughs> it's a lot not of- a lot of rules it's just yeah. it, it's just clear it's just clear like hello Do they have to text you all the time <laughs> no no they don't have to text me all the time but like i know okay like i'm gonna see this person every wednesday just say just say i'm not saying i have to see this person every wednesday but say i see this person every wednesday and like okay like if i if we're not gonna see each other or get up this wednesday we'll just text each other like yo can't this week okay see you next week like i like things to be very clear cut like because then i'm like wondering like i don't want there to be any confusion if i'm gonna step into this friends with benefits situation sounds like you're stepping into a relationship no it's not how is a relationship seeing somebody (laughs) once a week i mean because you have all these ground rules for it i think that in order to have something that works first of all like I think any relationship is a relationship like and any relationship takes some level of investment so like if you want to consistently have sex with somebody that's not something that just kind of like happens like to me <laughs> okay I mean that, Colin, what I do you mean think? <laughs> yeah I think I think it's I think it's good to start out with clear communication because yeah. I don't think any relationship works with that but like I think part of the problem is that people don't see friends with benefits as a relationship and it is a relationship it's not like what we think of as a romantic relationship but it is a type of relationship and it still takes effort to maintain it so it's not like you could just hit somebody up at like 3 a.m like hey what's good and that's the kind of interaction that you're going to want to have every single time yeah, um, exactly. So, so, I mean, I get it. It, it is like good to establish, <laughs> I guess, some ground rules and have clear communication going in uh, because a lot of shit can go wrong even when you do that oh at the beginning. So this is I true. think at least starting from that point is like the best way to try to make it work. Yeah. And then you just made me think about the fact that, like, I also think there's a difference between a fuck buddy and friends with benefits. Like, for me, a friends with mm. benefits is somebody that I can hang out with, like, just as a friend. Like, okay, today we might not want to have sex, but let's go to the movies because we're bored. Right. Like, it's winter time. Okay. Like, so mm-hmm. that to me is different than somebody hitting me up at 3 a.m. like every couple of weeks because they're out at the club. Like, that's a fuck buddy. Okay. And I think, yeah. And I think I'm not open to that. Like, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm too old for that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I don't care. How, I don't care how good the matches game is. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, I think that a lot of that, a lot of it depends on like communication is essential in these types of relationships. Like I feel like, for example, I'm a Redditor. I'm all, I'm always on Reddit. Anything I need to know about life, you can find the answer on Reddit. And so like, <laughs> I mean like on Reddit reading and mad people in friends with benefits relationships will be like, I'm secretly in love with him, but I don't know how to tell him he's acting all lovey dovey or like vice versa. And I'm like, if you guys would just have like established with this relationship on the basis of, co- of communication, then you wouldn't be in this situation. Is that just me? So yeah. I think that's my I mean, sometimes thing. people. I was going to say, that's why I don't think um, I've done friends with benefits before, like when I was younger. But then that's the part for me. I just don't believe two people can remain platonic after being with friends with benefits for a long time. Cause I feel like somebody's mm. going to catch feelings. Mm. I think it's inevitable. If you're spending time with this person, if you guys are hanging out and then you all haven't said, uh, it's just hard for me to believe that after a year, no one's going to be like, uh, or get jealous just a little bit. They may not say like, Oh, you can't come over today. I just don't see that. Just human nature is what's taking this course is what I'm thinking. So I'm not I like really that sure. line between the fuck buddy so like associate with benefits, like yeah, you can hit me up. 
<laughs> Acquaintance uh, with benefits. <laughs> but you know, when I see you, we're not, you know, hiding from each other. We, I may dap you up. We may hit the you know, lounge together, but we're not spending that much time together. And I think maybe there's a thin line for that with, with me. So like, how often mm-hmm. would you see that person? Uh, once a month would be fine with me. Oh, see that? I had it a- for me. I'm in it for the sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, hanging, I'm talking about hanging out. I'm sorry. I meant oh, as okay. far as hanging out. Like I had a friend with benefits before. He was my coworker. I was younger. And we went out to eat. We went over each other's houses. Like my mom knew him and stuff. We did not have a relationship at all. We just had sex and hung out. But then, like, after five, six months, it just ran its course. But I feel like if I had stayed in that with him, I would have started catching feelings. You know, like, oh, you're not coming over here tonight. What's going mm. on? That makes sense. I mean, have you mm. ever, if anyone wants to share your experience with having a friend with benefits? Like, strictly just friends. I've had a, I've had a couple that worked. One... I think both of them worked because we both knew it was only for a finite amount of time. Um, So first, when I was overseas hooping, like I knew I was going to be coming back to the States after our season was over. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was just a cap on it. So we were both like, we're going to enjoy it while we can. And it is what it is for the amount of time that we have. And I think that allowed us to enjoy it more because we weren't worried about if somebody was going to catch feelings or if there was any longevity to it. Like, it was just like, we got four months to enjoy each other and we're just going to do that and we're going to try to keep it that simple. Mm. Um, And then there was one that was different. It was, there wasn't quite a finite amount of time on it, but it, like you said, it kind of ran its course and we knew, but then we did just go back to being friends. So um, I think it still worked. Like I could still hit her up now and we could just have a conversation. Uh, Like it wouldn't be awkward. Could you, the other hit, (laughs) could you just. Nah. Okay. But, I mean, she's married now. Got oh, well, kids. yeah. <laughs> well. So, and they're not polyamorous, so okay. it's, it's not going down. Um, never um, worked for me. You said, <laughs> you said nothing worked for you? No, I said never worked for me. Oh, never. It always turned into something else, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> I always ended up in some short-term relationship. <laughs> And I don't mm. know. I don't know. It just be happening that way. <laughs> Do you think it's just you? How you I, view that like how you view that type of relationship? Well, I think I've changed so much. So I like that was like young my younger self. So I don't know how I would manage it now. Like I said, I think now I'd be very clear about like what we're entering into and that I don't want to be in a relationship with this person. I would probably pick somebody that I'm not that like, like maybe I think they're super sexy, but like their personality or like not marriage material. Yeah. Just like not for me. So that I would always have that to like fall back on like, okay, girl, he, he cute, but let's remember X, Y, (laughs) Z. But like, I think in the past it was just like, okay, I'm bored and lonely right now. So I'm just going to like have sex with this person on a consistent basis. And then I just ended up catching feelings or they ended up catching feelings or we both ended up catching feelings. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently I'm not, I wasn't cut out for that in the past, at least. (laughs) I think if I'm looking, listening to us, you, it hasn't worked for you. Mm -hmm. It's worked for Colin and it's more of acquaintance with benefits for me. So I'm like in the middle. Yeah. I feel like that's where we stand right now. Yeah, that's true. 
I think it can work though. It's just like some tweaks need to be made and like everyone's so different, right? And I do believe like in what we said about like it has to last for a short time. Right. Right. I like so. this is not it's something that can go on for four years. Although I, I do uh, although I do know somebody who did this for like three, four years. So I think yeah. it can work. Yeah, I mean I've I've had I've had one not work too. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. so I mean I I think it's it's dependent on the two people in the situation more than anything. Yeah. Like there isn't going to be like a, a blanket answer for everybody. Um, why did the one that didn't work? Why didn't it work? Um, she just wanted more. Like, mm-hmm. I think I don't even know if she ended up catching feelings per se, but she just she liked the relationship that we had. But she just, I guess, wanted more of my time or more, I guess, more companionship than what we had established. And when we talked about it, like that was something I was working three jobs at the time that wasn't going to happen. Like, that's all I literally had time for. So I was like, I don't think I can give that to you. Mm-hmm. And we ended up like going our separate ways. That's reasonable. So, so yeah, so I don't know. It just like it. Um, yeah, I think it's mostly dependent on the two people in the situation. And then so many things can yeah. evolve or devolve within that situation that it's hard to just say, you know, in a binary, like if it works or not. Yeah. And I also think like, well, obviously this is like going to be generalist. <laughs> um, but <laughs> who do you actually think benefits more from this? Like, say if you're like in heterosexual relationships, who do you think? I, I kind of feel like men benefit more from friends with benefits. That's a good question because I was going <laughs> to ask, what are we, what is the what are the benefits besides the sex? Because some people may not even view that as a benefit. They may view the quality time and the yeah. maybe if you guys are spending money on each other. And the reason I said that is when me and my husband first started dating, and we were friends first, and then we eventually started, you know, having sex. I remember asking him, I was like, "Are we friends with benefits?" And then he looked at me like, "What's the benefit?" <laughs> and I was I'm like, dead. <laughs> and I was like. Maybe as a point. <laughs> what is the benefit? I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's him, all right. But I'm like, yeah, I thought about it. What is the benefit? Who's benefiting from this? <laughs> I think the benefit is sex. That is the benefit. Sex and intimacy, right? Like like I said, that's why I think you have to like establish a difference between fuck For buddy. both people, right? Yeah. Cause I think I think to me, maybe like the intimacy is more like the sex is obviously necessary. That's what the whole reason why we're here. But like Ooh. the <laughs> intimacy is maybe like equally important for me anyway okay mm-hmm. like maybe so i just I want a relationship know. without the responsibility of a <laughs> right. relationship that's what, right. <laughs> that's what like. i mean but see but you out here saying that men benefit more right. when you probably feel like that's what men get out of it right intimacy and sex yeah but not the responsibility of a, of relationship. a relationship yes Yes, exactly. but, I so know, but both- I, maybe I'm different though. So th- there's really nobody benefits more than the other. I think it's like a we're both getting the sex we want, and like you said, the relationship without the responsibilities. Everyone's unless, happy. Unless, mm, I don't think everyone's happy. <laughs> I think that's well, the, the ideal. That's the, the idealist. Qu- <laughs> the question is: Is the man paying for everything? Because <laughs> then is well, he still yeah. is he still responsible for paying for the dates? And mm. is he? Is he courting at all? I don't no, know. I mean, no. That's a good question. T- TBD. <laughs> are you are you courting well, I mean, with benefit? I I don't know. I tend to go into like when I enter these situations, I kind of try to do it with someone that isn't trapped in like the kind of super heterosexual way of dating. Okay. 
mm-hmm. um, to where we think about like the man has to pay, the man has <laughs> to open doors. Like I, I liked someone that is more fluid on that. Um, so sometimes I've ended up dating queer people because of that, um, just because they don't have that same mindset, whereas okay. like we don't subscribe to those gender roles. And it helped us navigate the relationship a lot better because we felt like we didn't have to label anything and we didn't have to play any particular role. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. My answer to that, trying to really mm. think and be honest. Yeah. And my, <laughs> my Chris is the man still paid for everything. Um, still yeah. walk me to my door when you drop me off. I mean, <laughs> things like that. And that, it's not like I asked yeah. for it. It just, uh, maybe it was just fluid for me. It was fluid for us. Like, it, it just made sense. But like, also, like, I wouldn't mind, like, say, you know, we're friends with benefits for like six months. It's not like I'm like never going to pay for anything. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a little ridiculous. Like, yeah, I'll pay for dinner sometimes. But right. in the initial stages, you know, just make me feel <laughs> special. And I then mean, we that's talk the about benefit. It. <laughs> Yeah. That is the benefit. I know this is yeah. this this is crazy, but in one of Rick Ross's songs, um, "Hit You from the Back," he says, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "I know, I know, I know, I know." He said, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know, but in the song, he says. <laughs> he says, "Take you home and fuck you in a wife manner," and that to uh-huh. me is a benefit for a woman. Like you have someone that you don't have to answer to, or you don't have to be a monogamous with, but they're still treating you as such. And that's to me is a benefit of friends with benefits. Ooh, Calling see, your face, your like, face. Okay. <laughs> that, I mean, that for you, like I do, I do research on lyrics. So I, um, I okay. do this, like I unpack <laughs> lyrics. So like, fuck you in a wife manner comes with so much like, entrenchment in what? so many yeah, different things like <laughs> like some people don't like so you got the whole like madonna versus whore complex where it's mm-hmm. like you can't fuck your wife like a whore yeah we talked about this in a oh yeah time. okay I get <laughs> yeah so it's like so what if she don't want that like what if she wants you to, to fuck her like a like, whore yeah <laughs> I get what but you're like there are wives that like that. There are people that like, I just, I don't know, like people just get trapped into these labels where it's like, why does it have to be one way or the other? Like there is a whole spectrum. It's also interpretation. Cause when I hear it, I'm like, that's that. Yeah. Cause I'm, cause it's interpretation. Cause I feel like the husband and wife have nastier or more intimate type of sex because they can't, right? There's no, there's no, um, Shoes attached, but it's just them. So I actually didn't interpret it the way that you're saying, but you're right. Some guys mm-hmm. having sex with their wife like that. Yeah, like when I yeah. think of it, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> like you was like, oh, you was gonna be That's looking at me in my face the whole time. Like, right, like <laughs> I was thinking of like honeymoon. I was thinking no. like that honeymoon night. And- you know, no, I, I'm, <laughs> all good. I, I, I'm okay <laughs> off of that one. <laughs> uh, hilarious, interesting, though. Back to benefits, <laughs> yeah. I guess, well, what did we say the benefits were? Sex and intimacy, and if you're no, a woman, a man, and, and no, no responsibility, and no, no responsibility. responsibility. I, also, I guess my question is like, if you're in a polyamorous relationship, a relationship, can you still be a friend with benefit? Yeah. How does that like, work? I mean, you got it. You have to dis- decide that. Like that has to, like, like we said going in, like there has to be clear communication on it. But like, 
I don't know, poly, polyamory allows for all types of relationships outside of the main relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's what you define it as. If you call yourself friends with benefits, that's what you are. Like that, I feel like labels get people in trouble a lot because mm-hmm. it, it gives you a certain set of expectations that you come in with like you come in with these preconceived notions and then you forget that you're actually the one deciding with this other person what is mutually beneficial or pleasurable for both of you yeah honestly i find it really hard to like have these conversations with men they just like i mean you know obviously again i'm being a generalist but like (laughs) the men that i come across um just the communication skills are just really really lacking like why is it a big deal to talk about what this relationship is what you want from it so that we can all be on the same page like Mm -hmm. i felt like they just kind of want to like fall into a situation and i'm like that's not how i operate i think that's not how a lot of people operate Mm -hmm. but a lot of people end up operating that way because they aren't comfortable expressing what they actually need so they just end up in friends with Mm -hmm. benefits relationships like or like women who have sex with men with the hope of a relationship in the future and then <laughs> that never happens because she already got what he wanted and now she's kind of in this weird mm-hmm. limbo space hoping i mean what do you- yeah she's asking all her friends so what do you think <laughs> what if a guy does this and all those uh, he's not that into you yeah. type questions yeah <laughs> exactly so that's why i guess that's what i meant when i'm like men benefit from this more for the most part because a lot of them by default yeah. i get what you're saying yeah. by default a lot of them end up in this friends with benefits yeah. thing because she's hoping women are just Going right, I mean, this is gonna turn into something. He's like, I'm living my best life, I'm getting the intimacy I need. I'm like, I mean, you I know, just, I'm getting consistent sex. I'm getting all, I just don't, I'm not going <laughs> yeah. to that general <laughs> yeah. binary place with you. Like, I can't do it. But you can't say that that's yeah, not true, true, though. That's just like reality, even it's though true, if you the, don't want to go the, there, the, yeah. Even the if flip side of you're it is not true that too, way, though. like, there are women that don't want the responsibility of relationships that get intimacy. I know it's more of a tendency for men to use women as therapists and like more you know functional things in yes. their lives but um there are women that do that too like like debating between sure. who does it more i don't know where that gets us no it doesn't i mean it's not about debating who does it more but it's just like the reality that like men do it is more. it though like, Yes, there are women that definitely do that. <laughs> yes. Traditionally, hold on. Traditionally, <laughs> yeah. men are the ones choosing, right? Men choose. That's men. I mean, if we want to argue who does it more, men propose to women. Men choose when they decide. It's usually left up to the man. So in hindsight, it is more likely men are living their best life while women's just guessing. Is he talking to other girls? And am I like all these questions women? I mean, there are literally movies about this. I don't think it's a debate I'm, that men benefit. Just because there's movies like, about it like doesn't mean that it's true. <laughs> I mean, anecdotally, anecdotally. So you, <laughs> so wait, so Colin, you really believe that it's equal in the fact that women benefit in this way just as much? Like men fall in love with her and she's just like, well, I'm just going to milk I this did. until the wheels fall off. Right. At the same rate I mean, that I men did, do that. I, I just don't <laughs> understand where that get you like like when you when you entering into the situation like it's two unique individuals that that enter into this agreement like so like i I don't understand the like the thinking behind it where it's just like we have to like we have to establish that men do it more or we have to establish that women do it less like i don't well no have to we don't have to establish it i just think like the reality is we live in a binary society like whether we want to admit it 
or not like this is how society functions yes we're trying to like break out of it and that's amazing but like it is what it is so like when we categorize like the way people date the way people interact with each other we're predominantly talking about heterosexual relationships because that's how most of us have been taught so that's why I'm bringing it up just because like that is a point mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. reference, I guess, yeah. for most people. Yeah. And then the saying, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? That's the saying for men. True. That's not for women. You're right. You're right. I mean, <laughs> why that, buy yeah. Cow? yeah. When you can get yeah. the milk for free. That's, yeah, you know. And then it's another reason why women say, I'm not doing wifey stuff if you yeah. got me on girlfriend level. Like yeah. all that thing is centered around men benefiting from women and their... Nah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> but that's yeah, that's that's more I mean it's yeah. like you said, that's like societal standards or like not standards. Um yeah, definitely. Like yeah, it's it's, it's construction. Yeah, it's construction. Like it's the way societal. that it's constructed. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, if you want like I just choose to try to not participate or be complicit in that as much as I can. Like I I I, I think you. it's unhealthy for <laughs> a lot of people to think that way. Oh yeah. I agree. I, I Agreed. Agree. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think anybody like, disagrees. Yeah, like, with that. really? Like, why <laughs> get not. why get the cow and you get the milk for free? Like, I'm, like that is that's steeped in like so patriarchal thinking, it's, where it's like you get the dowry for marrowing, like oh, for marrying somebody. Ain't nobody, like that's so outdated. Like, why am I? First of all, why am I a cow? Like, <laughs> that's why am I a piece of property? So <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like all of that shit was <laughs> no, just to maintain sure. patriarchal bloodlines and ever, make sure um, whoever you were marrying is worth it for the advancement of the family. Like that's some bullshit. Yeah. I mean. But I was thinking, Maya, have you ever approached a man with the with that open communication with your terms and conditions and was he intimidated by it yeah I, how did he respond to my terms and conditions make <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sound like some software <laughs> like, uh, can we download this update right. <laughs> um yeah i'm dead i i don't i do think like recently when i've tried to do this like i'm not sure i don't really know because i'm not sure if men or if the men that i've like tried to hold on let me rephrase it. <laughs> I, I said, mm, let me think about this i feel that men think that maybe i'm trying to trick them okay <laughs> like like trick them into some level of something when i'm like hey like are you trying to be my winter mm-hmm. situation <laughs> they think somehow i'm gonna like i think in the back of their mind they're like number one she mu- she may be a hoe <laughs> And number two, um, they always think you're home, yeah. Always. And number two, she's trying to like she's gonna say that now and then like trick me into it. And they may not know like really how to like navigate somebody who actually just wants that too. So I find yeah, that see, to be that's my when problem, I would exit. Honestly. I would not yeah, even enter I, into I the situation with that person. Like if it if the communication ain't clear, like it's a wrap. Oh like, yeah, I I'm don't. Oh, man, that's yeah. like if somebody bring me home and I don't see no yeah. books in their place. I like it's a wrap. We, we, it's not going down. What if they're in the closet? Hell yeah. I'm scoping. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to be literate if we gonna get down to the get down. Hell yeah. Do you Hell yeah. You talking about communication and then somebody can't even read? Like, no. For a one night stand, though, she need to read. Because a one night, I thought the qualification. <laughs> a one night stand can last longer than one what? night. You have a kid with somebody that can't read. <laughs> Not a good situation. <laughs> 
I'm always thinking about the future. Like it, it can be more yeah. than one night. So I'm trying to, I, I, I look at a lot other than physical attributes. <laughs> Colin, you're a jewel. Yeah. You are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because like Maya said, I've been clear and open with men before. Like I've, I've had a one night stand before. I remember one of the guys, I mean, he was a good guy. So I have to take some, mm-hmm. take some of it with a grain of salt. But he like looked at me, he was like, what you trying to set me up? <laughs> I was like, no, I just, Damn. I, this is just what it is. And so we have to navigate these different type of men. And there's a lot of them. I think it's a little bit harder mm. than it, it seems. It would be nice to have approach a guy with your mindset on a regular basis, but it's not. Yeah. So. I mean, in real in reality, I think you might be the only guy I know that I've had a talk with the patriarchy <laughs> about. Like, because they still be caring. Like, when you benefit from something, there's no reason to care. You're like, man, I don't right. know what this girl talking about. She just hates men. She's evil. You know, like, right. ends there. Like, or she's bitter or somebody who hurt you when I'm just talking about mm-hmm. the fact that, mm-hmm. like, this oppresses both of yeah. us. And, like, like, You're it's right. not a good thing. I just think like people looking at books <laughs> when they walk in. It's oh, just I'm like open. I'm peeping the whole place <laughs> out. <laughs> hey, yeah. are you checking out if you got organic products? <laughs> <That's good. laughs> not organic, not organic products. Is it possible to turn a FWB into a relationship? Um, I think so. I think again, it's about clear communication. Like if feelings start to change in the middle of you know the situation, I think it needs to be like made clear. Um, but Amanda, did you just say you you married your friends with benefits? Well, you know it could work. <laughs> yeah, it's slightly different. We didn't get into it as friends with benefits. We were just like strictly friends and kind of. Fell on each other's laps some night, but <laughs> is that how it went down? <laughs> yeah. So it just it kind of like the the relationship just yeah, immediately like, oh. shifted. There wasn't that in between point. Like y'all knew. Yeah, it was just like a shift. It was yeah, yeah. It was like oh my god, we love each other. Let's. And I think I'm not gonna oh, say yeah, that's, that's rare, rare, but that's another importance of just being friends first. So I guess in essence, definitely can, rare because the friends that benefit you, they're a friend. You know stuff about them. You guys laugh together, and at least you know each other's how each other's sex is. <laughs> so you can determine if you want to at some point mm-hmm. take it mm-hmm. to the to the next level. Yeah. So I can see that happening. Yeah, I think that's a different situation. I also think that like a lot of people get into friends with benefits relationships because they don't want to be in a relationship with this person, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, nah, like they definitely ain't for me, but I mean, let's just milk it right. until it yeah. I can't I can anymore. See that. Yeah. Or like they have this like fatal flaw <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's that happened to um, me in the past. Like I was with somebody that just like didn't date athletes and I was still hooping at the time. So they were just like, Yeah, I know this ain't gonna work for me mm-hmm. long term, yes. but we could do it while it lasts. And I was like, All right. Damn. Yes, don't no, date athletes. No I told my I don't do overseas <laughs> I feel like that would be like a perfect friends with benefits. Like, okay, you're coming home <laughs> to the US. Right. And then I can go like visit you in freaking Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. All right. Here <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's an ideal situation. But I, I mean I get it. <laughs> what do you think, Colin, that I can turn into a Yeah, I think so. I I feel like the odds are kind of stacked against you <laughs> because it's it's really hard yeah, to, for sure. to maintain that clear communication the whole time like yeah, I, just I don't, don't know, I don't know. know. Like, so it's, it's weird like 
like what y'all were describing, like people just being adverse to like, they feel like communicating with somebody means you're in a committed uh, traditional relationship with them. And it's like, no, dude, like <laughs> <Right. laughs> we're trying to talk about how not to get into that. <laughs> we're humans. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, it can work. It's just, yeah. it's, there's a lot of stuff that has to align. I know that um, I listen to another podcast. I always talk about her on here, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Sham Booty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who that is, Colin. Um, but she started out as a friends with benefits with her husband and like talked about like how she started catching feelings for him and then would like, you know, get really upset if he like texted her about like didn't text her like wanting to hang out. And then like she had a specific chime on her phone for him so that she wouldn't like get excited oh, every time her phone went off and they're married now. So like she went through the like, I like you way more than you like me stage and somehow they worked it out and he fell in love with her okay. too. So yeah. Yeah work out and like obviously there was like a difference in communication at that point because she didn't tell him like oh my god i really like you she kind of mm. just like let it rock um so maybe that's a factor too like yeah, yeah i mean she got lucky honestly <laughs> like that like, could have been definitely yeah. like i'm in love with this person Colin. and they just don't know you just gotta live in that for however long you gotta you, live Colin. in it like nah i couldn't do it yeah it's not ideal me neither <laughs> what were you saying so colin with your uh friends of benefits did you initiate it uh, um, the the last one I talked about that didn't work because she didn't date athlete. No, oh, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was two of them were initiated by the by my partner, and then one was by me. Okay, so that means women can initiate it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm just thinking the wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta figure it out. Uh, we will do a part two to this, and I'll come back and let you know if it works over the winter. <laughs> Colin, you said you talk about this a lot in your class. I'm cl- curious to know if you have any more like. Oh, yeah. I mean. Or anything that's not like, on this list. We really just been talking about how if uh, things weren't so heterosexually dominated, it would actually benefit heterosexual people maybe more than queer people. Um, just because like, well, one is going to like keep queer people oppressed because they're always in relation to heterosexual thinking. So they're never going to quite be free. Like if you think about like relationships between oppressed and the oppressor, if the oppressed person has to define themselves, at least in part by their oppressor or in relation to their oppressor, then they're never going to be free. Mm -hmm. So that's that happens to heterosexual people, too. Like all of this shit, like some of these standards are not like we can't live up to them. Like not all of us are going to want the like Mm 2.5 kids, white picket fence car to stable incomes where both people are contributing. Like it's that's a lot. Like that is a lot that has to come together. And if with that as the goal, like oftentimes that is what causes the demise in a relationship. It's not that it like the people weren't compatible. It's that they were thinking about shit that was just unattainable. So in looking at that and like looking at the different uh, relation types of relationships that people can have, like we were talking about friends with benefits and they were like, well, that depends on what you define as friends and what you define as benefits. And then we got like real philosophical about it but like that's i feel like that's what you have to do when you're going into every one of these friends with benefits situations to try to make it work like you have to define the terms for yourself and not think about what the societal terms for it are but i think maybe like people find the friends with benefits 
idea, at least the idea of it, maybe not how it's actually executed, because in reality, it usually doesn't end up that way. But the idea of it, because it takes a lot of that like mm-hmm. societal pressure off, you know, like, I don't have to be this way or do this thing. This is kind of just like, hey, right. we have yeah, sex and we spend like, time together. And, and that's that can it. be like, it. Like, and, it's sometimes yeah. the work of the Friends with Benefits yeah. shit is trying to right. keep all of the societal shit out of it. Like, the fact that you got to think that it has to go right. somewhere. Like, you can't just be happy in a moment and know that that's a finite moment and that is what it is. But it's hard to think that way because you, yeah. you've been programmed to think that that, like, you ain't doing shit if you're doing that. But is it programming, though? Like, for example, like, if you say you, that's not your type of thing and you are dating, like you said, like, goal-oriented dating. I don't think that's societal. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, like, those are just people who, like, want to be married. And maybe, uh, well, maybe they want to be married because society's telling them they want to be married. <laughs> but... I mean, I, I guess know. we have to consider that a lot of our way of thinking is because mm-hmm. we were groomed to think a certain way. So yeah. do we, I think a lot of people get married because mm-hmm. we told we would have to, right? <laughs> I mean, I yeah. feel like even I got married because I was told that before I have children that I need to do this X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Am I living with it? Yeah. But the other flip side to it is like living in the moment when we talk about a one night stand. One night stands were definitely looked down upon. Even when I was dating in my 20s, yeah. it still was not a thing to live in the moment and mm-hmm. have a one night stand. Yeah, no. I mean, I think we're still, finally still look, getting to. I don't even know if we like, are finally still. No. I still think oh. it's, I still think it's looked down upon. I still think like I was, oh my God, I went into like a hole yesterday because um, uh, that that woman Brittany Renner who's like had sex with hella athletes and and like how much they've been like shaming her for it and a lot of people were defending her like this is so stupid like have none of y'all just dated around and like had sex and like the reality is that all the people that she just happened to date and have sex with happen to be high high profile people like that doesn't make her any different than like anyone else but how she's like slut shamed and made out to seem like she's a whore because of like this very normal thing of course Uh, same thing with like Lori Harvey yeah like Lori Harvey how much of their like oh she for the streets when she's literally (laughs) dating like four people in the industry and she's like Mm -hmm. mad young um Mm -hmm. So it's all that stuff that carries, I guess, that carries. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, one thing I think we could talk about is generationally how this stuff works out. Because, like, I remember telling my mom, like, yeah, we just friends with benefits. And she was like, oh, so y'all ain't doing shit. I'm dead. <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, we are, like, we having these experiences and it's going to inform how I think about relationships and it's. I'm going to grow as a person, hopefully. So I don't think it's for nothing, but like you can see it a lot, like in our parents' generation where they were just like, yeah, if it ain't leading to nothing, you need to get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I think my mom and my dad differ with that. Like my mom's always like, Maya, you need to be, oh God, this is so horrible. When I think back to it, (laughs) I'm like, my mom (laughs) classifies whores and and nicer women by calling them crepes and pancakes. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. (laughs) So she's like, you can get a pancake anywhere, but you need to be a crepe. So there's two sides to this because one on one hand, I think she's accurate in how men perceive women in this society. But also, this is super crazy. Like when you think mm-hmm. about the fact that like actually that's probably true, but I, I have to subscribe to this, right? Like right. I have yeah, to subscribe like to if, you, if I if that's I want a hard like, place. It's a horrible yeah. place to be. That's and such then, a hard place to be in. 
And then my dad is like, I told my dad like recently, like, like, what if monogamy like just like isn't for me? Like, what if it's like just not going to work? And he's like, this is what I've been telling you. (laughs) So So my parents have very different views. Um, But yeah, Amanda, what do you think? Which is probably why they ain't together no more. (laughs) Oh, well, they were never together. I was a a flame baby. <laughs> you were a friends with benefit baby, no? Yeah, I was a friends with benefits baby. Wow. Hey. Thank you. I've arrived. See, that's why I, that's why I be looking for books in people's homes on one night stands. I'm definitely a hard place to be because like even if you don't want to be in a relationship and you do just want like friends with benefits, I think like you're looked at as a woman a certain way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of men don't carry that same stigma. If that's yeah. all they want. Yeah, you know, that's like, true. They're like bachelors that's, that's for the rest of their true. life. It's cool. You know, and like if a woman is, it's like, mm-hmm. when are you having babies? Why aren't you pregnant yet? Why aren't you getting married? Is something wrong with you? Like there's a lot more pressure, I think. Right. And that's true. even true. why we have these discussions where there are still young women who are like, oh, maybe I should date multiple people. And in my head, like, yes, you should. Oh, yeah. Why is this still a thing where women are scared <laughs> to date multiple people? Yeah. You should be doing that. But of course, like you said, they want to stick with this one guy who's probably not treating them right, but because it's the one guy they can have sex with and they won't get judged by their family, they kind of keep him around. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. Like, yeah. Even though he's like cheating on you and treating you like crap. Yeah, but society says, I got to stick with him. That, that's my man. You're going to stick by however that yeah. TikTok That's up. my man. I'm going to stick with Sadie. <laughs> I'm not. He got to go. <laughs> Hence why I'm single. <laughs> hey man that's that's an impossible situation like how do you choose between like overthrowing a system that feels oppressive mm, to you and wow. having the like love and support of your family like right yeah i guess i care less about the love and support of my family same <laughs> and um, i don't know if it's just like right how we are and some people are considered rebels but like when yeah. I moved in with my husband, of course, my boyfriend's time mom was like, no, no shacking up. You should not be living with him. And I'm like, whatever. I got to live with him to figure out who he is. Or Hell I get yeah. with him. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Hell yeah. Why would yeah. I marry somebody I've never lived with? That's insane to me. And so many people do it. But it's Seriously. <laughs> no, I like, feel you that. Like, you get to see how they pay their bills, right. how they keep their crib. Like, you get so much insight into a person. Like the, and, and, like, you can't, when you live with somebody, Somebody, you can't hide everything yeah like, your 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 habits and tendencies are gonna come out after a certain amount of time whereas dating people can keep this like pristine kind of curated image where it's like yeah this is me like this is what i do but when you live with somebody everything comes out so i feel like it's essential to do that it's just before it's you literally enter up into to a long term us millennials to like literally change everything that we've been told about like dating and stuff yeah to make sure that our children i got all boys i'm encouraging them when they get their age to li- live with her first uh-uh you need to live with her before you even think about long-term mm-hmm. relationships because that's so important. <laughs> I can't believe so many adults were against that. Yeah, no. it's, yeah, it's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, it goes down to like purity, 
Like what we're taught as women, like why buy the <laughs> why buy the milk? Yeah. <laughs> you get the milk or whatever. Why buy the milk? Which however it goes, I don't know how the yeah. saying goes. But exactly. I'm always, I'm always like finding myself like, you know, like back to my mom with the crepe and pancake thing. Finding myself like getting into like arguments with her, where I'm like, actually, like no, like I just want to have sex and that's okay. And she's like, Maya, he like he's using you and blah blah blah. And I'm like, mommy, like I want to have sex like why is yeah. i get that like it's not about yeah. him i feel like yeah that strips you of your agency yeah. like yeah. you could be using him too like and if <laughs> yeah. y'all both using each other and it's mutual then it ain't using okay. it at all yeah exactly. and there's also yeah. thing that a woman who wants to have sex something has to be wrong with her yeah. no matter how much a man has said wilt chamberlain and all those bodies no one ever said that was wilt molested <laughs> as a child was wilt you know, so some, was, does he have a diagnosis? He can have sex with hundreds of women. Damn, that's true. But a woman wants to just freely have sex with one or two guys, and it's like, oh my gosh, send her to a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> like, so true. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. You guys ass backwards. It is. So it's as women, so we're either rebels against the system, and we're different, or we're called something, or we go with the status quo. And when you're a woman who doesn't want to go to the status quo, you have to deal with negative feedback. I've been dealing with negative feedback my entire life. Call me a hoe. I don't care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta do what makes me happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I admire that about like, you, Amanda. I, <laughs> about uh, being a hoe. Yeah. Yes, girl. Be a hoe. <laughs> I, I feel I feel bad for like, especially now that I'm teaching undergrads, like, mm-hmm. And I'm seeing them around, like, especially with Halloween this past weekend. Like, I see it all playing out over again, though. Mm. Like, oh, for you see sure. the costumes, like, the double standard in costumes where dudes don't have to put in that much effort or, like, show any skin. They can be completely covered up and, like, be deemed to have an amazing costume. Whereas mm-hmm. women, if they don't show any skin, then it's like, you're not out. Like, what are, what are you? What did what you dress you? up as? Like, what is this? What is this doing? Like, this mm-hmm. it's so like you just see it in so many different areas. And I hate to see it in like, I guess, Gen Z. No, it's definitely mm. I'm like, I'm on TikTok. And like, you really get like an insight. Oh, they're horrible. They're you get horrible. insight. Yeah, they are. And like, I remember there was a video like, ask her how many bodies she has, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you asking people how many bodies that she and I commented on it and you would not believe. So I got mad likes on my comment, but there was hell of people arguing with me in the comments. She has he has a right to know blah 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 he's having sex with her and i'm like what do you need to know somebody's sexual history as long as they've been tested they show you their results like what why do you need to know how many people i've had sex with how, how does that true impact you in any way mm-hmm. i think a lot of a lot of the time it's just like insecurity like that's just reality and they're yeah. learning from their older people unfortunately mm-hmm. like it'll yeah. get passed down from the older toxic uncles the cookout in a barber shop yeah talking about you know those same conversations yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> when will it yep. end it ends with the children that we have now, you know, not these well, little 15, 16 year yeah. olds. We gotta, you know. <laughs> we hope. I try not to participate in it as much as possible, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow we got here on Friends with Benefits. Yes. <laughs> all, ultimate answer, Friends with Benefits is too damn complicated. All right. <laughs> Associates. No, it can be all, it, it, it can all be so simple. Okay. It can help okay, us. Okay, Lauren Hill. <laughs> I was going to say, in the famous words of Lauren Hill. Um, uh, I, I also feel like somebody is like, 
people should do friends with benefits at least try it one time in their life like to get away from normal heterosexual relationships yeah. and see what it's like to just kind of chill it, yeah see if it fits for you see if you could break them chains break every chain all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Your last point, I think everyone should try. Honestly, I feel like if more people saw how they could um, enjoy Friends of Benefits, you have a lot less issues, mm-hmm. a lot less drama. What are you doing? Checking the phones. I think everybody should just be like, relax for a bit. Like, let's just chill and, and do this and not worry about what each other's doing, you know? Yep. I don't Agreed. know. Mm-hmm. So I think some people just don't know what it's like to be in a relationship with someone um, even intimately and ha- have to check over their shoulder all the time. Mm. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I would, I guess, I guess the one thing I would say to, to wrap it up is don't get caught up in calling it friends with benefits. Right, okay. Just, mm-hmm. just define what y'all are doing with each other. And as long as everything is consensual and there's mutual pleasure in it, then do what you do. You ain't got to call it any particular thing okay okay (laughs) (laughs) thanks colin for sure your um input is highly appreciated yeah i feel like some of the we've had a lot of we've had different male perspectives on the show so it's refreshing to hear a different a different type of (laughs) perspective (laughs) you go back and listen to some of our old episodes all my guests have been um, y'all was getting into it on some of them (laughs) (laughs) it was my guests my male guests were the one <laughs> I guess that gives you insight into my circle. Yeah. Me me and Amanda have a difference of opinions on uh male friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no. Goodbye. Chauvinistic sexes. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to escape though, so it is. Uh, but yes, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Talk About It Sis. Um and we will see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye. Is-